0: Hope FM, another quality service from Christ, is the answer ministry. This is the Leadership Forum. Consider, if everybody did what you are doing, would the world be a better place? That's a principle for just checking whether what you are doing is correct. Welcome to the Leadership Forum, where we explore principles, practices, and perspectives of effective leadership.
1: And you are on Hope FM Listen and leave. My name is Grace Mutissel, 16 minutes past 11. And this is the Leadership Forum, where we discuss matters, leaders and followers. And it's a great time for us to learn how to be great leaders. We began uh, a session on motivation. A great way to begin the year on how you as a leader, you can be able to motivate your team just beyond money. Imagine it's not money that your followers need that will motivate them to work. There are many other things we learned last time. I hope you can still remember and you applied. Uh, I applied one. Mm, uh, I won't say the results, but... Working and I hope you applied yourself to. So, engage with us. Our SMS line is 20933. You can also talk to us on 071 555. We are live at Hop TV and live on our social media handles at Hop FM, live at Hop TV Kenya. Engage with us on those platforms. We'll be glad to hear from you and answer any of the questions that you have. Of course, in the next hour, we'll have our question of the day. At this point, allow me to invite our able facilitator, Reverend Dr. David Uginde joining us graciously every alternate Monday for the Leadership Forum. Good morning, Bishop. Good morning. You've been well?
0: Very well, thank you. Mm. Yes, yes. Okay. Been very well.
1: Mm. By God's grace.
0: On what? <laughs> 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 On
1: everything.
0: I think uh, we Kenyans, we love noise. and uh, So people are shouting and... But the worst of all is the apparent uh, increase in the killing of women. It's 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 worrying. It's worrying. Yeah. Mm. So I would say for me that is something that is uh, very uh, shocking and very sad.
1: What could be happening? You know, last time Bishop we spoke about it, and he said yes, uh, people could be stressed and all that. But it's on the increase. I think every week there is a case reported and last weekend we had actually a demonstration across the country on the same.
0: And after two others were killed.
1: Yes. Yeah. What's
0: happening? I I, I still uh, believe it is the same thing uh, that um, there's, there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of uh, people are not able to achieve what they desire to, and they see others as the ones bringing that frustration upon them. And so the stronger has taken advantage of the weaker, uh, if we put it that way. So the men obviously are stronger than the women and therefore uh, see them as the objects of their frustrations. And the only way to deal with them is to uh, kill them, which is very, very unfortunate. And it is um, as an indication of a society that has broken down, really. We, because in our original traditional African society, we lived in communities. And therefore, that provided an opportunity for issues to be resolved uh, in in a communal way. Uh, Even within the family, if there was disagreement, you could always go out to um, your extended family to come and help you resolve the issues, uh, go to the elders uh, to help you sort out issues. And so you didn't find this level of people taking vengeance upon one another. Uh, But now that all has broken down. So every person for themselves, you know, it's like the days of the judges. Everyone does what they please. Uh, Children are out there. They're not living with the family. The families are not uh, connected with their extended families. Uh, Those extended families are not part of a community. And so when I get frustrated, I do whatever I think is best for me to do to sort out myself. And I'm sure, and, and let me not say I'm sure, me, I hope that some of these people eventually regret what they have done. Yeah. Uh, but it is too late. Somebody's life has been taken. And as we said last time, I think seek seek help. Mm-hmm. Seek help uh, when, when you find yourself in those situations. But the fact that this thing is on the increase, it means that our society is not in good shape. Yeah, it is not in good shape. Yeah,
1: and the sad bit, I think it's yesterday when I saw just a grandmother who's
0: sixty-year-old.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I kept wondering what has a grandmother done? You know, this is a a a woman who's just enjoying life, thanking God.
0: Yeah, you know, and it it is that is that uh, lack of an channel through which people can channel their grievances, uh, channel their uh, frustrations in a way that they can be helped. Mm. That seems to be going down. And uh, we see it not just in Kenya. We see it out there in the U.S., uh, particularly in the U.S. A lot of killings, people killing one another, Uh, particularly the the blacks have borne the brunt of... uh, Killings, uh, people just feel you know you, you you are this and they shoot you. Mm. Uh, children shooting one another in school, you know, uh, it's again that that whole breakdown of community, mm. uh, a social cohesion, mm. that can provide a place where you can take your grievances whenever you have that problem. Okay. So I uh, I think. We who are in the Christian community and indeed every other religious community should seek to provide support to individuals um, so that people can find a, a place of outlet. They can be pointed to God who can help them deal with their frustrations. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm, yeah. Um, just to tarry there a little bit, then we move on. I think it's in one of the medias which was. Uh, hosting I think an organization that has done survey and just indicated that in the killings top its husband killing their spouses, then boyfriends mm-hmm. and then the others so is there something that is not working in the family setup bishop because if it's a husband, how do you kill your wife <laughs> how
0: <laughs> yeah I, I, that that frustration that just I, I will just repeat myself you see in in when I was growing up and and society was structured in the african way if a, a, a man had a problem with his wife the first place of call was their parents from both sides you go to your parents you say so so we don't seem to be understanding one another and so they ha- the 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 parents of the man would then bring these two people together and try to find out what is the problem. And they try to help these people to resolve uh, whatever it is. And in most cases, it was resolved at that level. If they are not able to, then the parents of the girl are also invited to come in so that the matter can be sorted out. mm -hmm. And uh, in most cases, most of the problems were sorted out at that level. So it was very rare that you find that a husband has killed uh, a wife or a wife has killed a husband. I'm not saying it never happened. It did happen, but it was they were very rare, very rare. But now it's becoming so commonplace. Even things like divorce and separation were very rare because uh, issues were resolved at a community level, at family level. But now with uh, you and your husband... You are there all alone. When you disagree, uh, there's almost no one to uh, engage. And then depending on the temperaments of certain individuals, it is not just men killing their wives, but even wives killing their husbands, though that is not as uh, prevalent as the other way around. Um, It means that this is it. So if we can't agree, we either divorce, we separate, or we kill. Uh, there's no one else to be brought into the picture. And that's why I was saying that uh, communities need to be put together, uh, especially for us uh, in the faith to bring communities of faith where people can share. Uh, I know in Sitam, in, uh, for example, uh, we have uh, what you call the marriage uh communities that people come in, Mm. uh, marriage care groups. MCCGs. Yes, the MCCGs. So you couples are in a continuous uh, fellowship, as it were, and people share some of the challenges and issues, and then you discover you're not the only one Mm. who has a problem. Uh, There are other people who are also going through different issues, and you can pray together, support one another, and Mm. this will bring down that kind of uh, uh, experience that we are seeing now. In terms of boyfriend-girlfriend, again, I think the the other challenge that we are facing, uh, Grace, is that young people have a very utopian uh, thinking of marriage and relationship. Too much of the internet, too much of movies, uh, and and you think that... These things that you see in movies, these things that you see in uh, on internet, and uh, people enjoying their lives mm. and uh, you know going out and doing what kind of thing that that is real life. Real life is not like that. Real life is human being to human being, all with their faults, and so you find that this is a situation where two young people come together as friends. And they have very high expectations of one another, mm. and when those expectations are not met, then the disappointment sometimes becomes too great, and some people who are not able to control themselves uh, end up doing very crazy things. So, uh, you saw that there was a, a man who was killed by a, a young girl. You know, it was mm-hmm. not even clear whether she was underage or. She was of age. Mm. Uh, I don't know where that case has got to. But he said she stabbed him 25 times. Mm. How do you stab somebody 25 times? Times. Mm. That's very high level of anger Mm. and frustration.
1: And they had just met that
0: day. Well asked for whether they had met that day. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think there is a story ahead. They just met somewhere that day.
0: Whatever it is. Ah. But there's this frustration. So again, leveling our expectations of one another is so very important. The divorce rates are very high right now. Mm. Uh, I know several couples that I I personally have married. And uh, in some cases, they have not even lasted a year. Oh, and they are separated. And you wonder, what did you discover in a year that you didn't know before you got married? But it is this very, what I call, utopian expectation. Mm. You expect that a marriage is going to be a date, you know, when you go out for dates and you look at one another nicely and mm. you you take tea and coffee and send texts to one another, mm. you think that is what is going to be happening in the house. No, no.
1: it is totally different. It's work. <laughs> when, A lot of work. When
0: you get to the house, it is work yes. and uh, it is reality it is no longer just taking coffee Mm-mm. it is sorting out issues yes
1: <laughs> and temperaments <laughs> and,
0: temperaments mm. and uh, differences yes. and, and so on so but but young people get in actually i have come to almost believe that most young people what they look forward to is the wedding
1: they oh, no, 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 no. That's
0: just an hour's event. <laughs> Even if it takes eight hours. Oh. It is an event. It's a day's event. Yeah. And many of them, and you see the amount of time and resources mm. that go into preparing for a wedding. And it tells you that is where their mind is. Okay. It is the wedding. They don't think about the marriage, mm. which is a journey. Yes, of many years, yes. of many years, depending on how long you live together. It's a journey of many years, but they don't think about that. So a wonderful wedding has been done and uh, it's all pomp and color and uh, money is splashed around and we are all impressed. But mm-hmm. then after the honeymoon, in fact, sometimes even during the honeymoon, reality comes mm-hmm. and you discover that you are two ordinary human beings who look at life very differently, who have come from very different backgrounds and have very different expectations, and suddenly you are shocked uh, as to just what did I get myself into. Yeah. And the wedding is forgotten. Mm. The wedding is gone. For us, we have eaten the rice and <laughs> soup very plenty and we have gone back home. And uh, we leave the two of you to now begin the true yeah. and real life's Mm. journey Mm. of marriage and many young people are not prepared for it.
1: Is there something that we need to do as church, something we need to do as parents uh, to help our young people?
0: Yes, many churches have uh, marriage counseling, some very, very detailed and very long. But sometimes I feel like many of the young people don't even take those lessons seriously. It is just part of the formality that we have to fulfill Mm. before we uh, go to the wedding. I remember a very classical case of a couple that came to me to wed them when I was still in church. Mm. And uh, so I asked them, uh, have you done this and have you done that and have you done this? They had not done any of the formalities. The wedding was coming in two weeks time. Mm. They had not done Anything, so I was like, "What? We are supposed to see a pastor. We are supposed to go through counseling. We are supposed." They had not done. They all they had done was to go to the AG's office, register themselves, and for them, they were ready to get married. So when I told them even of just the notice, twenty-one days notice that needs to be read to the congregation, uh, when I told them they need to go for premarital counseling, they need to do this and that, they were like, "Pastor, we didn't know that." Mm. I'm saying, what? And these are adults. These are not like yeah. young children. Mm-hmm. I think both of them were either in their early 30s or late 20s. And I'm thinking, how? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in my. two weeks' time, <laughs> you want <laughs> me to marry you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's very difficult. So it tells you that we have a problem. But uh, just a simple answer to your question is that many churches have uh, premarital counseling. And I want to encourage young people, if any is listening to us, take those counseling sessions seriously. Mm. Consider them seriously. And if you find that you are not yet ready for what you are being told, it is better for you not to go in. Mm. I know that doesn't sound very nice in the ears of those people who are already in a relationship and they're looking forward to getting married if you find there's something that you just uh, are doubtful about it is better for you to break a relationship yes. than to break in uh, a marriage i agree or to fight and kill one another in the marriage we, have to, we try, even in the wedding day, we still give people opportunity. We yes. ask you, Are you really sure? Yes, confess if you're
1: sure. That was, and a, hard even at, yeah, was a hard
0: question. It is a hard huh? question. easy to
1: pause and reflect. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> at
0: that point, you still have the opportunity yeah. to change your mind. If there's something you're just not sure about, because once you get in there, it is a lifetime journey. It's a lifetime experience. Some young people say, Oh, if it doesn't work, I'll just get out. Mm. That's not what marriage is. Mm. This is not a walk in, walk out. No, it is no. a lifetime journey.
1: Okay.
0: Anyway, that but that is where we find ourselves.
1: Sawa, may the Lord help us.
0: May the Lord and help us our young people.
1: Amen. Amen. Let's now get to our topic. We began talking about motivation. Uh, of your followers as a leader and that is motivation beyond money and we talked about a few uh, a few things we talked about a good working environment bishop Uh, also socialization you know allowing socialization allowing you to uh, allowing your team to give you feedback you know um, what other one Mm, allowing them to express themselves, yes, <laughs> that one. So
0: <laughs> we talked about recognition. Ah, yes. Recognize yes. your 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 members, mm. yes. Okay. So that they they feel valued. Mm. They feel, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we we said all those things. Yes. Yes.
1: We can pick it up from there.
0: We can pick it up from there. Mm. Uh, today we yes, indeed we want to pick it up from there. <clears throat> Basically, we are looking at uh, motivation so that your team members can perform to their uh, optimum, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so this is the task and responsibility of a leader uh, to motivate their members uh, in, in so that they can perform. Now, job performance, um, scholars have identified... Three, three things that uh, you consider in, in performance. Yes. The first one is the, the capacity, mm. the capacity to perform. The degree to which an individual possesses the relevant uh, talents, skills, abilities, knowledge, competencies, experiences. And that is what you will find in a job advert. Yes, you know, mm. <laughs> because you you want you want to first and foremost at the very bare minimum you want to find out does this person have the capacity to perform, mm. and in most cases, other than where there is uh, some games being played on the side, some favoritism and so on, it, when in a good job recruitment uh, or we call it procurement. Uh, you will get people of capacity. Yes. Uh, they will have all those things that you are looking for. The person you ultimately get is a person who has the capacity that you are looking for. So when the person is on board, you are no longer talking about do they have the capacity.
2: Mm-mm.
0: It may not be to the fullest extent, but at least they have the bare minimum that is required and the rest can be developed. So that capacity will enable an individual to perform, yes. the job that is required, the task that they have been assigned. Uh, the second level um, in performance then is the opportunity to perform. Have they I have all that I is required to perform, but have I been given the opportunity mm. to utilize my skills, my gifts, my talents? Uh, let me just go back yes. uh, that to, to capacity, for example. When a person does not have the capacity to perform, it ends up in a double frustration. A frustration of the leader or the employer and a frustration of the uh, member or the employed because you come into an organization or a team to make a contribution. Yes. You come in to make a difference. And uh, there's a joy that you uh, and fulfillment that you find in so doing. So when then you get into a place where you do not have the capacity to do that, you're frustrated. Mm. And that's why shortcuts in recruitment do not work you know
2: Mm-mm.
0: if if you take a person simply because they are your relative or your friend but they don't have the capacity to perform both of you will be frustrated yes they will be frustrated because they are not able to deliver you will be frustrated because you don't get what you need so it is best that you get the person with capacity and that frustration can be very demotivating for the member uh because I've been given this job. I am not able to perform. I am frustrated. I am demotivated. I cannot wake up every morning feeling like I want to go to work. Mm. You know? Every day is a a frustration. You're just, oh my God, I'm going to that place again. Mm. And I'm not able to deliver. I don't know what to do. So, that is why these uh, factors of performance are so important. Okay. Get people with capacity, capacity to perform. To perform.
1: Bishop, is there a possibility? Yes. <laughs> that Because capacity to perform, as I've heard you, is you get it right during recruitment. Yes. Is there a possibility somebody can come, you, you know, you have good orators and they're able to pitch properly. They've done this such <laughs> well. And you think this one has everything. This, this is the person and you pick. And now when it comes to level two, when you expect them to deliver, it now becomes war. Can that leak during recruitment? Uh,
0: it, it sometimes does, but a good recruitment process should sift that out. Because we are talking about, you are looking at skills, that the person has relevant skills. You will ask them what they have done, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to demonstrate those skills. You are looking at abilities. You are testing knowledge of the work that is to be done. You are looking at experience. Where have they done this before? So if you have a good uh, recruitment process uh, it is possible for good talkers to <laughs> to talk their way into the job mm-hmm. but there will be few there will be few that can really uh, con you as it were into giving them a job when they actually do not have so a good recruitment process should be able to sift Uh, people who are just good orators Mm -hmm. from those who can actually deliver. Sometimes you find that, um, and I've sat in several interview sessions, panels, and sometimes you find a person who is not as talkative, Mm -hmm. is not even able to express themselves, but you you sense that this person has what we are looking for. And Mm -hmm. I've seen us do that uh, in, in a few occasions and ended up with very good people. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, I can also co- must confess that we have also been, <laughs> we, we have also bought the cover, <laughs> only to find the inside mm. of the book is Mm-mm. quite something else. Yes. So, uh, but but that's why as as leaders, we should have a good uh, foolproof, as it were, yes. recruitment process that then gives you the right kind of persons mm-hmm. Uh, that has all that we have talked, the capacity to perform. Mm. Because it is good for the person, it is also good for the uh, organization yeah, sure. or for the team. But to mitigate that, there's something called probation. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So in a good recruitment process, you will be put under probation for most most organizations three months, mm. uh, some even extended to six months. So within these three to six months, you are we, we are both testing each other. Because they, the one who is coming in also is coming with expectation. Yes. And they may find that uh, this organization sounded so good, but it's not the place that I was looking for. So within those three to six months, we are free to make decisions either way. Um, the, the, the employee can decide, no, I don't want to continue. Uh, This is not the environment I thought it was. And you can change uh, your mind. Uh, But the the employer also has opportunity uh, to be satisfied that, yes, this person has what it takes or at least has the potential to be where we want them. And during that probation period, then uh, we can uh, then confirm you if you are happy with your work or say, sorry, um, this is not working. Okay. Yeah.
1: And st- still on that, because I sense that is a very critical point.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> on capacity to, to, to perform. You know, last time we said we, we miss it, even in the, the people we hire to serve us in government, we miss it at recruitment. So, um, to help leaders who are watching us and listening to us. My question is where's is the place of intuition? So, we've, we've come we're in the panel, and maybe three. Tick, 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 but uh, there is something not coming through. But the intuition, the gut feeling says, this person, let's give this person an opportunity. Is there a place of intuition when it comes to recruitment?
0: Yes, t- intuition. In fact, I've I I just alluded to it uh, in, in giving you personal example. That sometimes you, in this recruitment process, uh, some of the candidates present themselves so well that you just feel this is the person or these are the people that we need to choose from. Then there's this other person who is not as presentable. Sometimes they don't even... I remember one situation where there was this young lady. When she walked through the door, I was thinking, didn't somebody even help her package herself (laughs) for an interview? (laughs) (laughs) You know, just just the Uh, way she looked.
2: mm, First Uh, impression. First impression was like... (laughs) Disaster. But then
0: when you start talking with her, we started talking with her you begin to find that she has some depth she has Mm -hmm. she has something and eventually something tells you this could be the person that we are looking for and uh in in the panel therefore you find you are thinking you know of course you are not sharing this before the end of the interview you are feeling like could i be wrong you know because I, i i'm tending, leaning towards this person but they don't seem to you know, uh, be really up there. Yes. Uh, could I be wrong somewhere? And you almost tend to want to adjust your points but then you leave. But when you share you find that everybody is the same. Yes. You know, yes. <laughs> they were also thinking likewise. <laughs> yes. So when somebody say, yeah, I, I also seem to like this person uh, even though they may not seem to have what all that we are looking for but there's something about her or about him and you end up taking the person and they turn out to be very good people and vice versa yes uh, the person is presenting themselves so well everything box tick 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 like you're saying
2: mm-hmm.
0: but something within you saying i'm mm-hmm. not sure about this person mm-hmm. i'm not sure and again when you compare notes with other panelists you discover that they are also feeling the same so intuition does play a role, and I think we have said it in this, on this platform before, that uh, previously in leadership studies and leadership practice, intuition was not considered as a, a legitimate basis for making decisions. But in more recent times, uh, intuition has been brought on board as a legitimate basis for making decisions, yes, yes so even in de- deciding who to recruit and who not to um it is it is it is fair to use that and sometimes let's say for example you have looked at all the people and the only person who looked like they are qualified they tick all the boxes but something in you tells you uh, no sometimes it's important to just postpone that decision yes and 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 wait i I don't know whether I've given that example here but I remember one time we were recruiting pastors and we we, we interviewed 30 Yes, mm-hmm. I think I mentioned <laughs> you it. You mentioned
1: last. Yes, we <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> so, felt we
0: were here for some. <laughs> so at the end of it, no, we felt we were here for <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> After three days. <laughs> After three days of sitting and interviewing all these people, we mm-hmm. felt like we can't go hunting and zero. just come with zero. Uh, I think we are being too harsh on ourselves or on the on the candidates. So we decided to take two of them, and uh, as I may have mentioned, those people didn't last. We regretted from the beginning, yeah. Mm. So, uh, trust also your gut feeling for us who are Christians. Of mm. course, we say, Listen to the Holy Spirit, yes, <laughs> yes. yes, yes, okay, yeah. Salve. So, capacity to perform mm. is the first place to begin because before we get into the motivation, um let the these basics be in place. Yes. Let them be in place. The second one, we talked about the opportunity to perform. Opportunity to perform is where you have now got this person who has the capacity, has everything that you need. But then they are not given that opportunity to perform. You know? So some people are performing below capacity or no 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 opportunity that also can bring frustration to an individual if if i have come with my skills with my abilities with all that it takes and is required and then i've not given opportunity to exercise and to utilize my skills my abilities uh my knowledge my experience Again, it becomes a frustration. So even before you talk about motivation, have you given this person an opportunity to experience or to exercise uh, the capacity that they have brought on board? Mm. You could be, you know, like many of us, if I use uh, just a practical example, you buy a phone Mm. for a lot of money, you know, uh, because you also want uh, a smartphone. (laughs) And so you have spent... Uh, 20, 30,000, you know, for some people, 200,000. Yeah, their phones for quarter million. Mm. But then all you do is you use it for text and for WhatsApp and for calling. That phone is loaded with a lot of things.
2: <laughs> it
0: comes loaded with a lot of things. Yes. But some of us, we don't even read the manual. To just get to know what your phone what your device can actually do mm. so there are so many other things that you are doing on the side which your gadget could actually help you do mm. Mm. but because you uh have not read the manual or you have not taken time to appreciate what this gadget can offer you that gadget could actually grow old in your hands mm. utilize under capacity so you had a full capacity phone but you are utilizing at a very low capacity and that happens with the human beings they come fully loaded with a lot but because we have not explored and given them opportunity to utilize their uh, capacity then that person may also grow old in your organization without you knowing that there are things they were capable of doing. of doing. So one day you may just stumble. Maybe you are doing something and then they say, could I try it? And they try it and voila. You're like, I didn't know you could do this. You never asked, <laughs> <of course. laughs> You never <laughs> asked. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond never asking, is you never gave me the opportunity yes. to try. Yes. And so uh, when you are doing, transformational leadership one of the things we said is you 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 challenge your team members to expand and extend their capacity yes. give them opportunity to innovate uh, to to try new things so that in that process you may discover where their capacity lies and what they are capable of doing and they may surprise you uh, uh, with just what they are able to do, so give people opportunity because when they are they they are not given opportunity again it ends up in frustration, frustration. yeah and frustration brings about disillusionment and um, people then get discouraged and they are not they don't do their work to full uh, capacity because they feel discouraged and they're utilised undervalued
1: okay so on uh, on this point bishop in terms of opportunity to perform if i hear you right it's just mm-hmm. not giving you the job description can i also give a follow opportunity to do things to, ex- to experiment for lack of a better word things beyond their job description for their personal growth and also growth of the organization is that it?
0: yes yes that okay. is true that's that's why um uh, buzzword today is innovation and creativity yes um, we we say, don't tell people what to do. Tell them what, what needs to be done. Mm. Yeah, not how it should be done. So when you're giving a tell people what needs to be done, mm. what you would want, mm. you know. Mm. Then allow them to use their creative juices to come up with solutions and many times they may surprise you either way yes <laughs> True. they can True. surprise you negatively <laughs> oh, they positively. can also surprise you positively. positively and that's how you get to know uh, people's capacity mm-hmm. that's how you get to know what an individual is capable of doing mm-hmm. and so you you allow uh people to be creative to uh, to think Uh, to innovate uh, and and give them assignments, like you're saying, that may not be within their job description, push people to do things that sometimes they're reluctant to do. Uh, And and I've seen uh, people that I've worked with, some of them that have surprised themselves. You know, because when I was giving them an assignment, they're like, "No, no, no, I'm not able to do this. Not in my area. This not in my line. This is no," you know, the kind of excuses. But then you just keep pushing them. Try, try. Then they surprise themselves when they actually do it, and they are very happy. Yes, that is actually part of motivation, because you, the, when people discover that they are able to do more than they actually thought they could do, they not only grow but they their self-confidence also grows and uh and, and they really appreciate uh who they are
1: yes okay
0: so uh, opportunity to perform is a great way of motivating people in their job performance uh these are basics that uh that that help people the third one Uh, that maybe we can discuss um, uh, thereafter, but is the willingness to perform. The willingness to perform. Uh, This is the degree to which an individual is willing to exert effort to do the work that they have been given to do, to perform the task that they have been given to do. Now, A person may have the capacity, they may have the opportunity, but they are not willing. Like you say, you can take a cow to the river, but you can't force them (laughs) to drink drink the water. So the willingness has to be there. And in teams and organizations, you will find people who fall in this category of not willing. It is not that they they can't do it, It is not that you have not given the opportunity, but they just are not pulling themselves and rising to the occasion of doing what needs to be done. That again becomes a frustration to both parties, interestingly. Yes. Both to the leader of the team and even to the team member. Mm. Because when you do not avail yourself to do the work that needs to be done. It means that you will not perform optimally. And when, therefore, an appraisal is done, you will be found to have underperformed and you will be discouraged in yourself when you finally get your results. And I'm not just talking about the formal appraisal uh, system which most organize, or many organizations have in place. But I'm talking about appraisal even after just the particular task. Yes. You know, you are given this task and you come back mm-hmm. to give the uh, results. And I look at it and I say,
2: Mm-mm. surely, <laughs>
0: is this the best <laughs> that you could fun. do?
2: Yeah.
0: And you thought I would be okay with it but I am not okay with it. The very fact that I'm not happy as your leader with what you have delivered is a frustration to you and a frustration to me. Yes. And behind it is that you didn't exert yourself. You didn't give it your very best. You have the capacity, you have the opportunity, but you did not have the willingness. So people give you substandard job, not because they are not able to do a better job, but because they have not exerted themselves. And so when you come and some, some bosses are very bad, you know, they will throw the thing at you and say, "Is this the best you can do?" Then you say, "My boss is so bad." But it's because you did not exert yourself. You did not do the best that you are capable of, of doing that can be a frustration to both parties. Mm.
1: Let's pause on that one (laughs) and catch up with the news for followers listening to us and leaders and just Google where are you, you know? (laughs) Are you the one who you don't have the willingness to perform? And we'll be right back right here. Let's catch up with the news at noon with Joseph Maingi on the other side of the studio, and then we'll be back with more of this. And we'll also be sampling some of your questions and comments on 555. and our SMS line is two zero nine three three. Right here, Top FM and Hop TV. Listen and live. My name is Grace Matiso.
2: FM. It's now twelve.
1: And you're back on the Leadership Forum this day before I bring Bishop back. I uh, need to let you know that this Sunday, the place we need to be is at Sitam Thika Road. Yes, Sitam Thika Road because Hope Media Crew will be there. Uh, we'll be fellowshipping at Sitam Thika Road this Sunday, the 4th. Uh, of February twenty twenty four for both services. And we are here to invite you to join us for the first service at eight thirty AM and the second service at eight at eleven at ten. Yes. Eight thirty AM for first service, ten thirty AM for the second service. Remember, if you are far away you're not able to join us at Sitam Thicker Road. You can catch the service live at Top Top T V and on our social media pages at hope FM Live at hope TV Kenya. So come, meet me. I'll be there. All my other colleagues, presenters on Radio TV will be there. And also come and meet other great men and women who help us serve while on air. We'll be there at Sitam Thika Road. That is this coming Sunday, the 4th of February, the year 2024. I hope to see you there. Allow me to invite back Bishop Uginde. We stopped at the point uh we are focusing about the willingness to perform uh by the followers mm.
0: yes um <clears throat> yes, we stopped there and we are saying that um one can have the capacity and one has the opportunity, but they are just not willing uh to perform and that becomes a frustration for both parties uh because you Uh, as I was giving example, you're given a task to perform and there are certain expectations, uh, but because you're not willing, for whatever reason, sometimes people are not willing because that is not a task that they enjoy doing or they were expecting to be assigned a different one, but they have been given this one uh, and so on and so forth. They have had a quarrel with somebody else. uh, So... their psyche is not such that they can perform uh some people are just discouraged and so they don't perform so you are given this task and you do the bare minimum mm-hmm. you bring it to your leader and they are looking at it and wondering i know you because you have the capacity how could you give me such substandard work you know Uh but for you, that is the best you could give at that time
2: yeah.
0: because of the status you're in. So that unwillingness creates a, mis- a tension between the two of you. Uh, your, your leader is not happy and certainly you will also not be happy because you are being judged uh, for not performing to, to the standard that is expected. So that is something that now falls on the part of the individual. Willingness is an individual thing. Uh, opportunity, you are given. That's yes. the leader to give you the opportunity.
1: Yes.
0: Capacity is yours, but it is up to the leader to pick people of capacity. capacity. But when it comes to willingness, it is you. Even God in heaven,
2: <laughs> who
0: has given us all that we need to perform, yes. has still allowed us to choose to perform. So we have to be willing to do what he asks us to, to do. do. And uh, Jesus made it clear, we will be judged according to what we do. So uh, it is it's a very, very important thing when it comes to issues of motivation and and performance, the willingness to perform. And then that, therefore, uh, I thought we could go back there a bit before we continue with the motivation because they are linked. When we are now getting into motivation, which we had already started on, we are now looking at here is a person who is either performing, overperforming, underperforming what are the factors that could be creating that performance and therefore what can I do as a leader in order to help this person perform to their best yes a person who is already performing what uh, performing very well you know a plus uh, what do they need they need to be encouraged to continue so that if you, you, you are performing very well, but it's not being appreciated, recognized, and all those things, it can cause you to begin to slide back. Yes. After all, nobody cares.
2: Mm.
0: After all, nobody even recognizes. Yes. So uh, a super performer still needs motivation mm. uh, to, to continue performing uh, in, uh, at the same level, if not better. An average performer, person who is doing what is expected, that is called an average performer. Yes, you you deliver what is expected mm, to the core. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, if it's
1: 16, the, the sixteen, you
0: know in CBC, I think now we know it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yes, below expectation. Mm-hmm. At expectation, exceeding (laughs) expectation. (laughs) So those people who are exceeding Ah. expectation still need motivation to keep there or even get better. But those people who are at expectation need to be helped to exceed expectation. Mm. So they also need some level of encouragement. And of course, those below need to be lifted up Mm. so that they can also perform at a higher level so let me look at uh, just mention some three components of motivation that uh, uh, one needs to consider when you are motivating an individual or if a person is being motivated the first one is about the direction of motivation uh, It's called this is the path that a person takes as a result Of a motivation that is given to them you are given a task uh which which path do you take some people take the path of resistance you know uh, i am really encouraging you uh, to do this and so on and so on but it falls to the willingness so you don't take that path it means therefore that we will not achieve much. The motivation is wasted. There are people who uh, take the path of staying the course. So you keep doing what you are doing. But then there are people who take the path of increase. Uh, they they, they, They want to do even better. They want to explore new e- opportunity mm-hmm. because they are just so excited that have been whatever the source of motivation was that uh, they want to do more. Uh, and so the direction of motivation, is it negative? Is it positive? Is it neutral? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something that one needs to con- to consider. Mm-hmm. Then there is the intensity of the motivation. This is the level or strength or the response that one gives or gets out of the motivation that they have been given. Mm-hmm. So when I come and encourage you, uh, this, 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 is, this is great, you know, uh, what is your response? Is it so casual? You know, <laughs> <laughs> or do you now exert even more strength uh, and 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 effort towards the achievement of the objective? so the this level of strength that that is given to the work that is 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 going to be done. So some motivation uh, that you give to individuals. May cause them just to remain at the same level,
1: mm. you know. They have chosen.
0: They. It, it, this is two way. Okay. It could be that what I consider to be a motivation to you is not a motivation. For example, we talked about money. Mm. So, I I increase your salary.
1: Yes.
0: By maybe another.
1: Uh, 10-20,000 Give a good figure Bishop (laughs) (laughs) Grace I can see you
0: are at another level So let me say 100,000 Because for you and 5 At
1: another (laughs) 0 On a light note
0: So, you see, already you are saying that if we give you 20000 it will not motivate you. It won't. It won't okay. motivate you because it's, 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 it's useless. It's, uh, no, it's not useless. It
1: is, <laughs> it's it, something. It
0: doesn't take you where you, you, you want to go. So, it will not be a motivation.
1: But from your end, you from see it From my motivation. end, I
0: thought I'm doing my very best. I'm mm. appreciating Grace for the work she has done. And yeah. I'm saying, Grace, we are adding you another 20,000. Mm. And then you are like 20,000. It can even act as a discouragement. Mm. With all the work I have done, mm. that's what you can do. So that, that will then cause there not to be movement Mm. uh, even with the motivation. So the the intensity has to do with how much effort does then a person exert in doing the work that they are supposed to do as a result of the motivation they have been given.
1: So for example still with the twenty. I'll receive it. I think at the back of my mind, I was expecting a hundred, but still, I'll, I'll go an extra mile, or I might choose to remain status quo.
0: Exactly. Okay. That's what is called intensity. So, to what extent does this push you to do the right thing? Uh, yeah,
1: makes sense. Or
0: to even do better. Yes. Yes. That is the issue of intensity. Uh, the, 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 the How much effort you exert will depend on how you perceive the encouragement or the motivation. The third is persistence. Persistence has to do with uh, how long you can stay and continue doing what you are doing uh, in the right direction as a result of the motivation that you have been given. If we give you this 20,000, let's assume you are excited about it.
1: Yes, very excited.
0: (laughs) Very excited. Oh, I was not (laughs) expecting, surprise. (laughs) It is a surprise. So, how long can it keep you doing the right thing, motivated Mm. to do the right thing? Yes. Is it a few weeks, a few months, a few years? That's what we call in, uh, in the, the, the persistence. Mm. So that as you do your work, even though it is difficult, as you do your work, even though it is challenging, uh, you feel sufficiently motivated to continue doing it mm. because you feel recognized, appreciated, ETC, ETC. Mm. Uh, that is ex, uh, when we call it external motivation. motivation.
2: Mm.
0: So, but if it is internal, Motivation, which we call last time we mentioned as intrinsic motivation, then how much can your intrinsic motivation carry you to keep doing the right thing irrespective of what is happening on the outside? That's what we call intensity. So it can carry you a few days, it can carry you a few months, it can carry you a few years keeping on doing the right thing, keeping on moving in the right direction, uh, even though no other external motivators are added uh, to it.
1: Yeah.
0: But you just keep keep going. going.
1: So this intrinsic motivation is really important to be motivated oh, intrinsic, mo-
0: intrinsic motivation is the only motivation that can get you where you want to go.
1: Mm, and help you avoid complaining I've given to this organization no they don't
0: you pay. may recognize that I'm no, I may recognize that I'm not being appreciated, I'm not being rewarded I'm not being compensated according to
1: what w- the rate. work that I'm mm. doing mm.
0: you know <laughs> uh, but just because of who I am, I cannot deliver any less because it goes with my name.
1: True.
0: I value myself yes. too much to give substandard work just because somebody is not doing their work. So I'll still deliver even though circumstances are not conducive. Mm. That is intrinsic motivation. Yes. It is the best motivation. Mm. It is. It will... It is what will carry you through. In fact, Mm. uh, what I normally tell uh, people, especially those who are employed, Mm. that if you are going to develop yourself as an individual, Mm. work for yourself. Don't work for your boss. Don't work for your organization. Mm. Work for yourself. What do I mean by that? It means that because I want to grow as a person, every opportunity i get to do anything i take it as an opportunity for personal development when i'm given a task to undertake i see it as an opportunity to develop and grow my my skills in that area so i'm not looking at how much am i going to be paid for this Mm -hmm. but i'm looking at what can i benefit out Out of of this this is a new task so, next time perhaps I'm doing my CV, I can update my CV that yes. I have been able to do this successfully. Yes. When I get another opportunity like that, I have the confidence and because I have the experience and expertise to be able to do it. So, I therefore work for myself, I don't work for my organization. My organization benefits from the byproduct
2: mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of my self development. Yes. Do you see?
2: Yes.
0: So then I will not be looking at how much am I being paid, how much am I being appreciated, how much are being recognized. And those things come as a by the way. They are what Jesus would say shall be added unto, unto you. All
1: the other things. All the other things. Yes. They are
0: added unto me. Yes. A person who works that way, you'll find they are permanently motivated. They are always excited about their work. They are always excited about what they are doing. When you ask them, so how much are you being paid for this? You really? really? Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. And the way you exert yourself. Yes. It's because I'm exerting myself for myself,
2: mm.
0: not for the organization,
2: yes.
0: not for the pay, the mm. compensation, but because I want to grow myself, I want to develop myself. Mm. I've got an opportunity to develop myself and therefore I'm going to do it. Yes. When a task comes and nobody else wants to do it, I say, bring it on. Oh, <laughs> bring it on.
1: And I do it well. And
0: you do it well. Mm. You do it well. Yes. So when you find a person like that, they are always super motivated. They are always super motivated. But people who be, who who depend on how much am I compensated, how much am I recognized? How much am I, you know? they're always grumbling, "Oh, I did this, nobody even cared, nobody even mentioned, no one paid for me, paid me for it. I don't uh, those people are always complaining, complaining because the truth is, no one can ever compensate you mm. enough.
1: Very true.
0: No one mm. can compensate you enough. enough if you are doing your very best. Yes. No. True. Do it for yourself. Mm. Yeah.
1: Do it for yourself. Do that's, it for yourself. That's very important. Yes. Mm.
0: So when you have that, do it for yourself. Then all the three that mm. we have talked about, mm. the direction, the intensity, and the persistence will be there. You will work in the towards achieving positive goals. Uh, you will be, you'll give it all your effort, and you will be persistent. You will continue to do the right thing over and over and over again. Those are the people who get promotions very quickly. Those are the people who get moving up the ladder very quickly. They don't have to know anybody. They are, your job. Speaks, speaks for, for itself. you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaks for you. Mm. Yeah, it may not even be the same organization. By yes. the way, you can, you say you are going to present in a seminar, mm. representing your organization. Somebody may just see you there and say, "Hey, I need to talk to this lady." And I say, "Yeah, what, what, what?" And before you know it, you are poached. <laughs> you <know? laughs>
1: They look for you. you they need look, to look for, for you. Them. Don't look
0: for them yes. because they are just, uh, they ask you, how much are you being paid? And they are shocked. Mm. We can give you five times that. Mm. Yeah. But if you are just there uh, giving shoddy work, who will even want to talk to you? Who will want you? Mm. Work for yourself. Be self-motivated. Mm. Self-motivated uh finally the last thing i want to perhaps just touch on and maybe we continue on
1: One more, uh, Bishop. a question has just popped into my mind um yes. you know the emphasis you you're putting to our listeners and our viewers work be self-motivated work for you what happens in scenarios where uh, a follower is working for themselves they're self-motivated but the environment and everything else, every other single day keeps pushing them towards the opposite direction. And you know over time they just give in.
0: That's why there was the third point. Okay. Persistence. Persistence. <laughs> Persistence. Persistence. Persistence will 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 look at Joseph in the Bible. Yes. He is a good friend of the parents. At home. The brothers don't like it. Mm-mm. They sell him into yes. slavery. Yes. He he does not go there grumbling and grudging, and now now look what they did to me. No. Nah, nah, nah. No. He mm. gets into Potiphar's house and the Bible says he worked with all his strength mm. until the boss recognized. And the Bible says that with Joseph in charge. Potiphar did not bother with anything.
2: Yes.
0: Except the food he ate. Mm. Then one thing leads to another, he finds himself in prison. Again, he's not complaining and grudging and all what he gets there and becomes the best prisoner
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> until he's promoted to be the mm. chief prisoner. Yes. You know? Yes. To supervise the others. Consistency, persistence. That is what finally ends him up in the palace as a prime minister of Egypt, the superpower of the time. This self-motivation and persistence against all odds is what will get you there. And I can give you personal examples. I mean, when I talk about working for yourself, I've done it uh, in in many places. Mm. There are things I've done for years that i am not paid for. Mm. Uh, Nobody compensates me. Mm. But it is those things that propel you to the next level. Yes. You know? Uh, It is what uh, gives, opens doors for opportunity. Yes. Because people get to see what you are doing. People get to hear what you are saying. And and they they feel we mm. could do with this. So it is not because it is easy, but it is because you are persistent. Yes. Because it is the right thing. Mm. The right thing is not always easy. No. But that's why you are internally motivated. motivated. Yes. Internally motivated. Yes. So If you do a great work and then it is shoved aside, nobody recognizes you, or like happens in organizations, somebody steals it and takes the glory. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, your boss picks your work and goes and makes a powerful presentation as if it is their own. Mm -hmm. And they are sitting there, no acknowledgement, no mention of you. Mm -hmm. You are happy. You're Okay at least you contributed to the boss' great performance, you know? Uh, If you get a a promotion as a result of your work, why not? That's why you are there, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds tough. It is tough, (laughs) but those those are things that then, that same boss may not acknowledge you now, but say they get another opportunity somewhere, they can mention, I have a worker who can help you in this thing. Mm-hmm. and before you know it you've been introduced to another place or to another person who will more than compensate you for the work you've done yes. so the doing the right thing doing it with all your heart doing it with all your might is never lost it's 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 never lost just just work for yourself yes. yeah don't be this person who has to be supervised you know uh, in your timekeeping in your delivery in your you know don't don't be those kinds of people who now what is the time that you're arriving just do it <laughs> <laughs> you know it is the right thing to arrive on time yes. It is the right thing to deliver uh on time is the is the right thing to do things with excellence yes. uh just do it, yeah. Self-motivation. Self-motivation. Maybe you okay. can take questions. I can see our time is oh, far spent. You
1: wanted to give us one more thing. No, then let's do it next time. You. Oh, my. Okay. Yes. Oh, sour, yes, sour. Yes. I- if there are comments
0: and <laughs> questions. Yes. If, if there aren't, then mm. we can proceed.
1: Okay. Allow us to get to our question of the day where we are sampling some of your questions and comments that have come through. Remember our WhatsApp line is 717 or 555 And you can also talk to us on... At Hop FM Live at Top TV Kenya.
0: Question Question of the Day on the Leadership Forum.
1: Okay, Bishop. Let's begin with this. Uh, okay, why is this question disappearing? It doesn't have self-motivation. <laughs> 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 Listen, <laughs> it's running away. Listen. <laughs> <sis>. <laughs> um Bishop, can a hands-on leader demotivate a worker? Allow me to use the case of uh, our political leader going around launching and commissioning some projects that could have been commis- that could have been commissioned, say by maybe a junior uh, kind of a leader, not at a higher level.
0: Uh, this, this, uh, oh, it becomes bad if it is micro management. You know, there are leaders who are micromanagers who want to be involved in everything. You know, like in the good old days, uh, I give you a letter to type for me, but then I'm standing behind you telling you, no, 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 don't do that. Oh, yeah, correct that one. It, it, it is terrible. Yes. I've sat in, in board meetings where the chairman even dictates the minutes. Uh, you discuss, you discuss and say, uh, once you have reached agreement, say, secretary, okay, now write this and then dictate and say, uh, the board agreed.
2: <laughs> That's tiring.
0: <laughs> and so we take the next few minutes while they are dictating the how, they, how that particular resolution should be drafted and put in words. Those, uh, there are people who are like that. And it can be very demotivating. I agree with, with, the, with the listener that that can be demotivating. So like we said earlier, don't tell people, your team members, how to do things. Tell them what to do. So you can make adjustments and corrections after they brought to you. Because you see, when you're telling people how to do things, then the best you can get is your own ideas Mm. that's the best you can get Mm. but when you allow people to explore then you also get their ideas Mm. so makes the two of you and you become more powerful yes so by dictating to people and uh, and and Instructing people exactly what they're supposed to do. You're, it is only your ideas that are running the organization or running the project or running the task. Mm-hmm. So benefit from the team members mm-hmm. by allowing them to explore. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Okay. This one says, Bishop, what do you do in a situation where you have this capacity, excess energy, but when you go extra mile, your boss or colleagues feel threatened or they say, And you know more than that. What, what should I do as a follower?
0: That happens. And uh, we just gave the story of Joseph. When he was in his uh, parents' home, that's why he was sold into slavery. Because they, they thought, You know, even the parents began to think, Hey, this son of ours, will you, are we going to bow before you? uh So that is a normal uh response and reaction sometimes in organizations or in within teams. And it requires therefore wisdom, uh so that you do not I, I think what Joseph lacked uh when he was at home was wisdom. Ah he he, he could have done the things that he was doing or shared the dreams that he had in a more respectful manner, uh, that recognizing that he's, he's, uh, he's the youngest, uh, in the home and their are older brothers, their parents. So you just don't tell, Oh, I try a dream. You people are bowing before me, you know, <laughs> you will be killed. Yes. So it requires wisdom on how you make, uh, presentations and how you share ideas. Uh, one of the things I've said here before, always use the plural form mm. in, in, in making, uh, sharing your ideas. Yes. Always use the tentative language in sharing ideas. What do I mean? Plural is, don't always talk about I, 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 I. Mm-mm. Even if it is you.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is what we could do. Mm. You no. Know? Yes. We could you know, check this. We could explore this. We could do it in this other way. Mm. It is we. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So if you are giving it to a third party, still use the we language. Mm. We did this. We came up with this. We were wondering about this. Mm. You know, yes. we as the team. People feel included. Mm. Everybody knows where the idea mm. has come from. Yes but you have included. It's very unlikely that they will kill you <laughs> <laughs> for giving them credit that doesn't belong to them. But mm-hmm. when the rubber meets the road, mm-hmm. even some of your team members will say, by the way, it's Grace who came up with this idea mm-hmm. and we really appreciate her being a member of our team. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. uh, she, she really helped us. Mm-hmm. Because they realize that you also recognize them and you acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. But if you are always talking, you know I I told them I I came up with this idea I was wondering I thought then of course people feel excluded the tentative uh side to it don't be too emphatic mm-hmm. this is what we should do this is what you should do mm-hmm. this is what i think we this is the direction i think we should go mm-hmm. uh, and so on and so forth that that is too emphatic uh people think Are you the only one with ideas, Mm. you know? Uh, But when you say, suppose we did this, I was just wondering uh, if we could consider this. Uh, People feel you're giving them room to make a contribution to your ideas. Yes. So it doesn't come out like you are arrogant and you are uh, final in your decision because there's a possibility that your idea is wrong true or may not be a 100 percent true yes. so give it with some level of room for others to make contribution to adjust to it mm. when you do that people then appreciate you mm. uh and they feel they're included and you don't come out as arrogant mm. yeah
1: okay uh, thank you thank you Maureen uh, for listening in from gracious design city stadium thank you for listening uh somebody asking you want more points around opportunity to perform please uh, the recording is uh at top fm live at HopTV tv kenya run to youtube uh better still hop fm podcast on www.hopmediakenya.org. by tomorrow you'll be having this session up you can be able to catch uh the same discussion or on saturday 7am to 8 a.m. catch a repeat right here at Top FM and thank you for listening. Okay. Uh, This one says, uh, (laughs) Bishop, what's the healthy leadership motivation to use to address church dramas? Following recent dramas here at home, one church, one church one church member, I think, beat to death, a suspect suspects, uh, suspected of stealing 2,000, and another church member held protest to impeach the pastor because of exposing their marriage issues. So what's the best, healthy way to motivate in such situations? I don't think
0: that is a motivation uh, issue. It's, it could be a leadership issue, but not necessarily motivation issue. It is, uh, how do you relate... Uh, within the church environment. It has a lot to do with the governance. Mm -hmm. In every organization, not just church, but includes church, Mm -hmm. there should be a governance structure and system uh, that allows members to make contribution of ideas, but also allows members to bring up their grievances, Mm -hmm. and it is resolved in an amicable manner. When those avenues and channels are not there, then people resolve to what the kind of thing that is being described here. So the, 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 what my advice would be, as a, as a church, put in place systems and structures that are, everybody knows, that should I disagree with the pastor, this is the channel to follow. And it will be dealt with objectively and the matter will be resolved. Mm -hmm. Should I uh, uh, disagree with a fellow member of the congregation, this is the channel for me to follow, and the matter will be listened to and be resolved amicably. That brings unity within the body, and, and it helps people to know that we don't have to pick pangas and rungus and fight ourselves because there are these channels that have been Provided uh, through which our grievances, our disagreements, our views and opinions can be considered. Mm. Yes.
1: Okay. I, uh, this one says, uh, I think this one wrote in when you had tackled it, but let's see. Uh, a brother writes and says, uh, Bishop, what do you do when your HOD keeps saying he did this and that when he knows very well it's you have been lobbying for business and he tells other bosses it's him? Please advise me on what to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I think we as you say we already address it yes. uh, and we say that if you are self-motivated, mm. then even though your boss may uh, as it were take glory for your efforts, mm. it will not affect you too much. Mm. It will affect you because we are human beings, we like to be recognized, mm. we like to be appreciated and acknowledged. Mm. Uh, so I'm not saying that you are a stone. You will just sit there and say, "Okay, okay, okay." No, you will still feel something within. But because you are self-motivated, you do not. Um, it does not demotivate you from now doing even more. Because remember, we said you are working for yourself. yourself you know, yes. people will eventually know mm. that all these stories is hot air. <laughs> this is all coming from you, you know? And and it, it you can't you can't live a lie forever. It will eventually come out. So keep doing the right thing. Uh, keep working hard in any case you are there to support your boss. So if he's shining, it is because you have made him shine. to shine.
1: Mm. Self-motivation is
0: important. Self-motivation.
1: A ah, yeah. sister writes in and says, Bishop, I've been working with an organization for five years and now promotion. And each time I do evaluation, my supervisor tells me I'm doing well. My performance is good, yet people come and get promoted and I'm still at the same level. I don't feel motivated, rather stagnant and not growing in my career. What should I do as a follower?
0: The first, keep doing the right thing in terms of persistence. But secondly, discuss with your boss and find out if there is anything that you are not doing that is causing you to be stagnant. Uh, don't accuse them of bypassing you and so on, but just try and find out if there is something that I could uh, do because I realize I am been stagnant for f- the last five years mm-hmm. And uh, and yet, I think I've been doing my very best. There, I could be missing something, you know, uh, that I need to do in order for me to also be considered for a promotion. So I wanted to just know: is there an area I need to work on, uh, something I need to develop, uh, so that I can also get opportunity to move forward? And mm. let them advise you.
1: Mm. Okay. I think this is a good place to pause.
0: Thank You're you. Parting shot, and then you pray for <laughs> us, Bishop. No, I don't have a parting shot other than work for yourself. Work for yourself. Be self motivated.
1: Yes. Okay. Good. Pray for us.
0: Thank you, our Lord and Father, for giving us opportunity again today. As we considered matters to do with leadership, I pray for those people like the one we have just talked about who may be discouraged because of their work environment, the things they are doing, and being not being acknowledged or appreciated, I pray, Heavenly Father, that you'll help them to look up to you. Because indeed, for us as believers, we know that promotion does not come from the East or from the West, but it comes from the Lord. And so because of that, we'll do our best in, in spite of whatever may happen around us and trust that at the appropriate time, You'll bring us that promotion that we are indeed looking forward to. This is our prayer we bring before you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Thank you, Bishop, and God bless you.
0: Asante sana. Okay. Be motivated.
1: Yes, we are being motivated. That's our action (laughs) point for this week until we meet next week again. And for the whole year, be self-motivated. My name is Grace Matissa. I wish you a blessed afternoon. Stand by for the news at one with uh, Joseph Maengimbogo. After that, uh, afternoon switch will be here. That is Man Karis. I'll see you next week. Remember to catch a repeat right here at Hope FM, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Saturday at Top FM Podcast, any time of the day at Top FM Live at Top TV Kenya. God bless you. Shalom and have a beautiful day. Afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Forum. Join us again on alternate Mondays for deeper insights on leadership. The Leadership Forum, discussing leaders and followers.